This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. G'day everyone, Lauren Kress, the business scientist here. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Today I'm going to be sharing an interview that I did a while back with a maid of mine over in the States. Um, We did this just after the first wave of the pandemic had kind of, where we were kind of thinking, oh, like we didn't know what was going to happen next, but it was like we'd been through a bit of the COVID stuff. So just take that into consideration as we're talking about things. Actually, I think in some ways it makes the conversation more interesting. I'll tell you a bit more about that in a second. But just before we get on to that, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples living and working on the land today. All right, so I'm speaking with my mate's name is Nate Payo. He started podcasting at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of 2020, and I caught up with him to talk a bit about his podcasting journey and also just the power of networking, the power of conversation, and why it's so important that we think outside the box when it comes to making those connections with other people. So very chilled out podcast, very conversational and really great for anyone who's been thinking about, should I put myself out there? Should I be networking? How do I network? I think a lot of the time when we're talking business and marketing, content creation, all those types of things, we talk about having a goal and that's important in some ways But there's also a lot of things that you can't predict. And so this conversation with Nate today is more about creating opportunities, creating opportunities that you can't necessarily foresee because you don't know who you're talking to. And that's part of the art of networking is there's a lot of benefits that could be out there for the person you're speaking to and for yourself. And I kind of like how we talk about this a bit more loosely in this episode. I also highly recommend checking out Nate's podcast. It's called the All In Podcast. Uh, I was a guest on the show, also had a lot of fun speaking with Nate on the show there too. Um, So there'll be a link in the show description for that. And uh, we're just about to get on to this interview. If you've been wondering what's the deal with my schedule lately... (laughs) Um, fair enough. So uh, I haven't been podcasting as consistently because I've been trying to figure out stuff with this new show, but I don't want to be making excuses every time I uh, I put a, a show out there. So sort of an apology for an apology. But what I'm thinking just in terms of timing now is that I'll probably be releasing these on Mondays. It just seems to be the day that kind of works and I've got like a deadline. Tuesdays kind of feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't make it happen. Uh, And then I've been doing some stuff on the weekends as well and then publishing stuff on the weekends, but that's probably not the best time for you guys. So Mondays weekly, that's my goal for this. And without further ado, we'll get on to the main part of the show. There might be a little ad break here and I'll be back in a tick. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most. So you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? 
They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Good day, everyone. Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. And joining me today is Nate Payo. Nate is a super connector and a fellow podcaster. And Nate, I'll get you to start off just by introducing a little bit about you and, and your show and what you do. Okay. So yeah, um, thanks for having me on the show. This is my first time being on the the LinkedIn live here. So uh, something new, uh, exciting. Um, so yeah, I do have a podcast. It's called the All In Podcast with Nate Payo. And for me, it's something that I've been on a journey this past few months. And it definitely the journey started way back in the past. But this idea of going all in with meeting as many people as I possibly could to develop deeper personal relationships with as many people as I can. Because in the past, the more relationships, the bigger my connections grew, the more like I found opportunities and meeting wild and crazy people and going down a path I had never been on seemed to just get more more like it just it grew bigger and so i was like hey if if a little bit's kind of taking me down this one path what if i really went all in and started trying to say yes to more things try to meet a lot more people and then what's going to happen is i'm going to meet people in and along the way i'm going to get introduced to ideas that i hadn't been exposed to before and it's going to create this this variety in my life that who knows where it's going to go, but it's going to provide a lot of um, excitement along the way. And in the past, I had wanted to do bigger things and have a bigger voice, but I'd always kind of gotten um, in a position where I let myself get in my head and I'd pull myself back or I'd be worried about what other people thought. So I could, I'd always quit before I really got started. I didn't put the effort in. So I was like, Hey, all in means you're going to do this for you know, a set period of time, like at least a year, you're going to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. You're going to, you know, try to just really, anything that you say, Hey, look, that's something um, I'm not quite sure I should do. Like, then you need to do it. So that's <laughs> been the, the path I've been on. And it kind of led me down this idea of like, okay, as I'm meeting people, what are other ways that I could um, have a bigger voice and make a bigger impact? And it led me to this podcast idea of, Hey, why don't you do a podcast? Because one, it's going to provide you a platform to meet more people, but it's also going to give you a platform to introduce the people you're connected with, with other people. Because I think for me, when networking becomes really, really powerful, it's not so much the connections you make with somebody else or what the, the transaction could have happened between the two people, but it's really the power is connecting people within your network to somebody else uh, within your network or within a network of somebody else and making like the, the magic habit of introducing somebody to somebody else. It really makes a difference in their lives. That's where I find the most fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really uh, a, a good point. And it's interesting, actually, I'm finding at the moment, I don't know if you're finding this as well, but as a podcaster, I'm having a lot of people reach out to me and going, I think I want to start a podcast show now. Like, I think it's it's the time for me. I think I need to do this. Uh, do you Do you find there's been sort of a little bit of, you know, people are trying to uh, I guess, express themselves in different ways, come up with new ways of connecting with people and creating content. Are you kind of finding that same, that same thing? Well, I've, I'm, I'm newer to the podcast world. So I haven't had a lot of people like reach out and say, Hey, I want to start a podcast. Like, how do I do it? But what I have started feeling is, is I shared um, a different side of me, like in, in my, industry where i have my my regular job um it's it's really related to um real estate development and i, I was known for for my job and the people in the industry do me it's my job and i knew them for their job and when i started sharing a bit of me publicly um that wasn't always business related all of a sudden some people started relating to that they said hey i, I really like what you're doing it's really inspiring me to do other things whether it was with fitness related or changing some personal behaviors that we weren't too happy with in ourselves and i was like hey if i'm kind of making a difference to 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 a few people here um you know i i feel like i'm on the right path and and i need to continue this and then i also had this this notion that a lot of times when you um are 
sharing your, your voice with other people, you don't get feedback and you think nobody's listening and you don't think you're making a difference. And then come to find out you bump into somebody and they say, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast or I've been following you on social media. I really love what you're doing. It's really cool. And it's really inspiring me. And you're like, I I've never seen a like from that person. I've never seen a comment for that person. I don't even see any posts that they make on social media themselves. So I didn't even know that they were on social media, let alone following me. And then they're seeing it and it's influencing them. So I'm like, Hey, that's, that's pretty cool. But I've looked back at my life and there's like key points in my life where somebody's made a big influence in me, or they said something to me that stuck with me all my life. And you go, that person has no idea that I still carry that that message in my head. I don't even remember their name. I'm sure they don't remember my name. And but it's stuck with me and it's resonated. So I think that to me has been that that makes me want to do this more and more is that you don't know who's listening and you don't know the impact you're gonna have on somebody else's life. And if you're if you change one person's life for the better, then it's worth it. Even if you don't even know that that you did it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that's actually such a beautiful way of putting it is like we we might not realize the impact that we're having. I think I, I feel like, uh, you know, during this time in particular, it's been really like there's been the negative things that we've all seen, but I've also seen so many positive things of people reaching out to give like free advice, free content, uh, free help, mm-hmm. you know, innovative ideas and sharing them, uh, coming together to collaborate. Uh, in terms of the the conversation side of that, uh, do you find that, you know, because I know you're interviewing a lot of experts about how conversation networking has helped them progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find as you're doing these interviews that people kind of sharing that, uh, it was an inten- intentional conversation, like an objective-driven conversation, or is a lot of it kind of, you know, happy coincidence or, you know, like sort of just luck? Like what are you kind of kind of finding? Um, everybody has their their unique story of of how networking's impacted them, you know? So so sometimes they start off very conversational and they're they just take this path of their own and they, and they become this story. And then they, they become, um, a voice of being authentic. And so, so, so part of, I think networking and building relationships is really building trust. You can build trust various ways. So some, sometimes it's just being open, being authentic and building rapport with somebody that shows like, Hey, this is a skill that you can be open about and people can relate to if you have other interests that, that you have in common. Um, some of the people I've chatted with, they, they've talked like deliberate stories of like skills they've, they've learned to, um, overcome fear or, or, or worry about going into a situation to meet other people and, and, and network with other people. And some people it's just like, Hey, this is my passion. I just love people. I love helping people. I didn't intentionally become a super connector, but they're, they're that person you go, Hey, I don't know. Um, I just moved to town. Who's a good cleaning person. This is the person you got to call. Hey, um, the, the, the shop shut down and I'm supposed to get a cake for my son's birthday party. And I don't know what to do. Cause it's like last minute. They're like, I'm going to, you know, pull a trick out of my hat and I'm going to get this cake for you. I'm going to deliver it to your house. You know, there's, there's people that are just like that, that just live and breathe it, um, that, that it comes naturally to them. But overall, I think the, the message is the same is like, if you, if you want to do things in life, whether it's build a business or get better, um, self-improvement, you can't, do things all on your own you need a support team and you need a support network and it's about meeting people they're going to help you along that path so for people who are a bit more you know maybe network shy uh you know and maybe this is kind of a good time because you know i think a lot of networking traditionally happens at events and conferences and things like that Mm -hmm. obviously that's not happening for people right now and so we're needing to network in different ways you know you and i connected Mm -hmm. on linkedin digitally and ended up having a zoom call we've we've never met in person but we met a lot right like what what would be your tips for people who are kind of like all right now i need to start actually thinking about my network a little bit more do you have any sort of you know hot tips on where to get started from a from a digital perspective um i think one is is 
just do it. Like you don't need a reason to connect with people. Like a lot of times you go, well, why? Like I'm, I'm on LinkedIn and that's how we met. So like, let's say you, you connect with somebody on LinkedIn and they say, Hey, it's nice to meet you. And you say, Hey, it's nice to meet you back. And you're like, well, let's just say they're kind of like a random connection. They're not like somebody that's in your day-to-day operations of what you're doing in life. You say, well, what, what, purpose might I have to talk to chat with them and um so you don't reach out you don't ask like hey what should I do but we're all in this this situation where we're staying at home we're sheltered in place and some of us are working some of us are not working so but we all have a little bit more time on our hands because I don't think we're driving a community to our work so it's like it doesn't take much time to get on a zoom call and have a 15 minute conversation with somebody you've never met before, just to kind of say like, Hey, what's up, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you into? How can I help you? Like, what are the th- challenges you're having with? Um, and so if you, if you first start with just being open-minded to meeting with people and connecting with people, then it's going to lead you down a path of a, an interest you might share that you have a reason to connect with somebody. And then also, when I started going on LinkedIn and, and meeting people with outside my industry, um, you know, you might connect with 10 or 20 people that don't have a lot of immediate, like, like this idea, like, Oh, I just connected with them. There's this immediate connection that I need to make and have, but, but every now and then somebody that comes across your page that you, I think it's like, fortuitous or they just it was just meant to be where you're like hey i'm really struggling with this issue and somebody just posted a post that really resonated with me i like message them i say hey what are you doing i really like this post i'm really curious about it can we like just chit chat about what you got going on um and for me having a podcast is like an excuse like i can just say like hey i as um fascinated by your post and I want to talk about this on my podcast. Can we like, you know, brainstorm a little chat about it and maybe you can come on my podcast. So it's like a reason, but I don't think you have to have uh, a reason to, to get on a phone call and, and, and connect with somebody. Um, but, but going back to your question, like what, what should people, I think people should be doing this every day, one, to get out of their comfort zone. And two, I, I believe strongly that the world is going to be drastically different when this ends and people have massively adopted the use of digital technology. So it's going to become more of the forefront. And I think there's a lot of opportunity that people could take advantage of and just do what they were doing before and add a little twist without a zoom camera on it and do a little online meeting. For example, if you're a yoga instructor and you're teaching yoga classes and now that you're at home, you're like, what could I be doing? I don't have any students in my class. I'll just do my classes online. Well, why can't you continue that on when you go back to business as usual? And now you have this digital following and you have an in-person following and you're, you're doing exactly what you're doing with just a little bit more of adding a camera and turning the switch on and streaming it out there. And then, maybe a little bit on the back end to archive the classes and do some online promotion, but you could easily double your business um, by adopting this digital um, way of communicating with people, whether it's in a massive, you know, 10, 20 person class, or if it's a one-on-one connection, plus you're meeting people like you're in Australia, I'm in California and the United States, like that's a huge um, gap between us and under normal circumstances we may have never ever met but digitally allows you to connect with people that you have no way of knowing it's just like they're in the other room yeah it's it's pretty amazing like it's something that i've it's interesting because i've been doing it not as a response to and you're the same right it's not as a response to what's happening now it's sort of been business as usual for me for a few years and i think that uh you know it's some of the best conversations I've had, some of the best advice I've gotten has been free and it's been just connecting to someone on LinkedIn and from around the world. And I think what happens when we connect with people around the world as well, like you said, like, you know, across time zones, across space, like you get a broader diversity of information as well, you know, because you can get stuck in the like here, you know, I'm in Wollongong, but still really it's like the Sydney bubble. Like there's mm-hmm. a there's a bubble in terms of how business is done, uh, which is very different to how business is done in California and then in New York, which I know is different as well. Like yeah. so I think it's kind of to me it seems like it will accelerate 
innovation and it will accelerate a whole bunch of things because there's not those barriers, like you say. Uh, do you think that, um, I'm just trying to turn that into a question for you because I just went <laughs> off my little red. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I was just going to say an example was <laughs> like when you're, sometimes we get stuck in our little bubbles and we we're we're accustomed to the things and we take a slightly different path and we're exposed to something we never would have been exposed to had we not done it and the other day i went for a walk around my neighborhood and i always go this this usual path i walk up the hill i walk around the park and i walk down the hill and then i come to a fork in the road and usually i go right and and for this day, I decided I'm going to go left. And I, I never walk left. I've driven down this road, but I've never walked left. And I was just walking along, walking along. And I came to um, a crosswalk. And I just, for whatever reason, decided to cross the street, which is really weird because it was the shady side of the street. And it was kind of cold out that morning. And I left the sunny side. So I was like, why did I leave the sunny side to walk to the, to the, to the shaded side of the street? And I just kept walking. And then I came across um, a whole bunch of uh, sidewalk chalk art that some kids had written with a bunch of like inspirational kind of like um, messages, like affirmations of like, they're, they're just funny. They're like, dude, you look handsome in your beard and girl, you look fine in those leggings. And I was like, these are, these are just funny. Like, you know, they're probably like uh, grade school, teenage kids writing these funny inspirational things. But you think about it, you go, I always go right and I always walk this path and I decided to kind of go a different route. And now I'm exposed to something that I'd never seen before. And I was kind of like in a little bit of a funk rut wise. And I was like, it just cheered me up and it, it sent me down this other path. So I think that idea of connecting with people with this open mind of like, you never know where it's going to go. You never know you, who you're going to meet, you know, and you just are open to these conversations. Like all of a sudden, with no agenda, you're talking to somebody you never would have met and you're talking about what's going on and you don't know. They might say, Hey, I'm struggling with this thing. You're like, oh, that's so funny because my somebody else I know has a solution for you. Let me connect you to that person. Or I say my problem, you're like, I know who you need to talk to. And then you're like, all of a sudden you're connected and you just keep repeating that, repeating that, repeating that. And usually the people that are in this space that are connecting other people, they're they're they reciprocate it back and so all of a sudden like all this stuff comes back to you you know and, and it's just magical how it kind of goes so it, it's also something that just doesn't happen overnight like mm -hmm. it takes a while to build a network of people and relationships and friendships so if you're working on it early like i always tell people go start it as soon as you can get plugged in with your industry and, and start networking and making friendships because these are the people in five to ten years from now they're really going to make a difference in your life so, so what happens if you do a lot more now, like you're going to build a lot more bridges and connections that someday you just might have, you know, a, a really unique experience you wouldn't have had otherwise, but you, you just also just can't meet people and shake hands and collect business cards. Cause that's not going to go anywhere. You have to have a, a meaningful conversation. Not everybody will be super meaningful. Some people will be a, a business card trade-off relationship but but if you're open about it that you know that there's going to be amazing people you're going to meet through this process like just do it and go for it yeah I, i've definitely experienced the the same things you're kind of talking about when you use that sidewalk example i was thinking about i had a similar one where i was uh, going to the train station this was before quarantine i was in sydney and uh i just decided for some reason same kind of thing i was just like i'm just gonna walk a different way today like i don't know why and like I think we can, human beings are creatures of habit. Like we, I've even noticed, like, this sounds so weird, but like if I was like at a venue and I had to go to the bathroom or something, I'll go to like the same bathroom stall. Like mm -hmm. I don't, like I started real, I'm like, why would I do, like, you know, if you're there for a long time or yeah. like just those kind of things. And um, so anyway, so I, yeah, I, I went a different way. And then there was this bookshop and there was this book on sale. And I was like, this book looks amazing. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's like right up my alley and I picked it up. Like it was just one of those ones that are on sale. And I was like, yeah, there's no way I would ever have read this book or had this information if I just hadn't walked a different way. And I think that our society is very focused a lot of the time on objectives driven, mm -hmm. you know, 
you need to do things this way in order to get this result and have that why. We always talk about the why, but we don't also talk about like you create luck in a sense, like you create Mm -hmm. opportunity because if you have, even if you had like one interaction with someone every day, you reached out to one new person on LinkedIn every day and one person a week said yes to a Zoom call, over the period of say you work 48 weeks in a year, that's 48 new people that you've met and all of that. So it's like, it's like a cumulative thing. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but can we talk a little bit about some of the unique experiences that you've had from, sorry, I know I'm just putting you on the spot, <laughs> but from networking, um, are there any particular stories that you, that really sort of jump into mind? Um, well, they're not like these like crazy, like weird stories where I ended up like in Las Vegas, you know, <laughs> with, with a car full of pink flamingos and some go-go dancers or anything like that. But, um, it, it's really been, well, there's one person that, that I consider a really influential person in my life and, and her name's Sarah. And she's, she's by far the, the, the super connector she knows everybody and she knows how to pull the good out of everybody and i and i met her um through through business and we got to talk and then we had lunch and then like then we like really connected and we've been trying to introduce each other to people that they'll make huge differences in her life and she's like fine she's like hey I, I want you to go meet um this guy that i know in the industry and he's really cool and he's really creative and he does a lot of like podcasty stuff he's like and she like lists off all these cool things he's up to and he's doing and so we go and we meet and we're having a great conversation he's working in these projects and he's and he's connected to all these amazing people through weird random things and he's like you know you should you should join this this group and i said okay yeah that sounds good he's like okay i think they're having this this event in a couple weeks um let me see if i can get you in i think it's sold out i was like okay and so like you know we parted ways that day and i didn't think anything of it and like as i was driving home the per- this phone number rings and and i'm i'm one of those people i don't answer my phone like if i don't know like somebody's calling me like i don't like getting blindsided and you know most of the time phone calls these days are are spam anyway so i'm like text me if you need something text me and then like if it can't be answered in text i'll call you back but so i'm like who's this person calling me from this number and i never answer the phone but i decide to answer it and it's the this person from this group called secret knock she's like hey um ron gave me your phone number like there's a spot open you could come to this and i was like okay cool she's like do you want to do you want to um know any questions about it i was like no and she's like you don't care i was like here's the thing like the person that introduced me to ron said ron's top notch he's you know he's legit just you're gonna love him go with it and so that puts him at this level of like of reputation beyond reproach and if he told me to join this thing like i trust that it's a good thing to do and i'm just i'm not gonna like second guess myself and like talk myself out of it i'm just like yeah i'll, I'll go like i mean sure i have questions about it but as the questions i'm gonna ask gonna change my mind about what i'm gonna do no so I, I don't have questions so for me that was kind of like a, a really unique thing that happened really um quickly unfortunately the COVID thing came up and they had to postpone the event so i don't have like the 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 rest of the story uh that that'll happen probably in the fall but there's been a few other instances like that like i'm i'm a believer that you know people you say are lucky or people that are in the right place at the right time yes there's some luck involved with that but you can increase your odds of success if you put yourself into places where your outcome is more likely to occur so you know if you um want to get started in a hobby with like say photography like you probably are better off going to a place where people do photography or join a club for photographers or go to a facebook group about photographers or find people that are photographers on instagram or linkedin then say go into like the scuba shop like Mm. you might you might (laughs) find somebody that's into underwater photography and he might you might go down this path of getting plugged into the photography world but your chances of 
getting plugged in the right way is going to be at the places where people are likely to occur. So you just kind of go in there with this open mind, like, Hey, I don't know where I want to go. I just kind of know this is the general interest. I want to find out more about it. I'm going to go where these people hang out. And the more you start hanging out in those places where people hang out, you become immersed in it. You make some friends, they introduce you to some other friends. And then like over time, you're not that new person in the club. You're like a regular and you find out that there's people in different skill sets of where you're at in the path. Like some people are just beginners like you and some people have been around for a long time and some people are like super experts but you're getting engaged with a lot of people that are very passionate about the same thing you are so then all of a sudden when somebody comes and says like hey how did you like learn so much about photography and become this great you know amateur photographer you're like oh it's it's because i immerse myself in this culture of people with similar interests versus just kind of like waiting for life to happen to me yeah it's sort of also like uh with podcasting i've found that as well like um you know people go how did you get started with the podcast and like how did you learn what you need to do and i'm like ask other podcasters <laughs> the podcast community is awesome everyone is super generous with their time and really helpful yeah. and if they give you a tip that you know they wish they had they they usually will so like um it's amazing what happens when you just ask the question you know mm-hmm. and you show up like you say and when um, I was when I was getting started too, I was like, "Hey, how am I gonna find enough guests?" Like, I knew, like, I had three or four people in mind that I personally knew that I wanted to interview for for my guests. But I was like, "What? What about after that? Like, who am I gonna ask?" Like, and and are am I asking people? They're like, "Uh, yeah, I'll do it because it's favorite." And then, like, once I started doing it, and I started like ask talking to some other, it's all of a sudden it's like. Oh my gosh, there's almost like too many people that want yeah. to get interviewed. And you're like, I don't have time for like everybody. And and in this podcast world, like we'll record something. Like I know we're live right now, but a lot of times you record something and by the time it gets edited and in the queue, like it's two months before yeah. that that episode goes live. And you're like, Yeah, I'd love to do a podcast, but like it's gonna be a while before it even goes live. And it's a little bit before I can even like fit you into my calendar to do something or vice versa. So, but at the same time, it, it's a lot of fun meeting people and conversing with people. And then like it's a it's a way to to keep keep a, a communication active too, because like a lot of times you beat somebody and you say, Okay, um, that's great. Let's have coffee. And then nobody makes the first move. And then a year or two years pass, you go, Oh, that person was so awesome. Like whatever happened to him and you lose track. And then that was weird to call him like, Hey, you want to get that coffee two years later? But the, when you do like a podcast and then it doesn't go live for three, three, four weeks, then it's like, Oh, now I got a reason to kind of like ping them and, and, and stay yeah. reconnected and keep that friendship warm. Yeah, I think like by far one of the biggest benefits of podcasting. You want to get into podcasting or um, you know going on the podcasting journey, but to me the the thing that is is most valuable is is the connections you make. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about money. We talk a lot about monetization. And, you know, like there's a lot of stuff around like, you know, how to be, build a seven-figure funnel and how your podcasting video can be part mm-hmm. of that funnel and all that. But I'm like the the connections you make, like each time is worth so much more than that. It's just that you're not going to know straight away mm-hmm. <laughs> what it's going to look like. And, you know? and I took a different approach to it. Like I didn't set out to monetize anything with the podcast. I just figured I'd I'd take steps and it would it would reveal itself. Like if if it made sense to like do advertisers or it made sense like that became a very niche thing that people were shot like I would let that happen organically. I wouldn't try to 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 force this model that didn't feel right for me. Like I feel like I wanted to define my voice and, and figure it out. And and do something I was comfortable with and just kind of, Hey, if I'm going to be in this space and it's meant to be to make a bunch of money off of it, that opportunity will present itself and it will present itself in a way that I feel like matches my values of, of earning money versus maybe creating something that I didn't feel comfortable with. But I'm also in this thing of like, okay, well, well maybe part of getting uncomfortable is 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 exploring this idea of um being 
being real with your value that you're providing and, and being honest with yourself and saying, Hey, am I avoiding this because I don't want to do this? Or am I avoiding this because of a different reason, which I don't think it's right for my message, but it will be right out at some point. So it's, I'm in a little weird spot right now. I'm trying to figure out like what's holding me back. Is it, is it because I'm being smart about it or because I'm being scared about it? Yeah, I have, I can really relate to that. I'm so similar like that. So I have this, like, uh, I I notice that I pull back on things and I'm like, "Mm, I think that was a good decision. But at the same time, I'm like, but I also didn't want to do it. So did I just not do it? You know, like when it, when it's, when it ends up to, it turns out that it was a good decision. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I knew that it was because I was being strategic. And then if it doesn't, I'm like, okay, maybe I was just scared. <laughs> but part, you do kind of second guess yourself a bit with that, don't you? Yeah, like it, it's, I mean, the more you kind of jump into something, like you learn a lot about yourself and then you start, you 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 realize the more you learn about something the more you realize that you don't know something like you become like you go oh my gosh like i've mastered a little bit but oh my god there's so much more i don't know and then you start feeling kind of stupid and then you look out at the world you go oh my gosh all those people know so much more about this than i do who am i to um talk about this or 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 share my story but i like i talk to myself i guess like a message to myself a lot of times, like you're in your way, you got to do this anyways, because at the end of it, by doing this, you're going to overcome your fears. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. So you have to remember that like, I have a very unique story that nobody else in the world had the exact same experience as I did. Even though I might be talking about the same message, nobody had the exact same set of experiences that led me to this thing. So I'm going to relate to somebody that like if me and you are talking about the same thing, like I might relate to somebody you don't because I have a similar story or I grew up a certain way or, you know, I worked in a similar in- interest and, and vice versa. So you, you kind of go, even though the message is the same, um, it's the voice that matters and the delivery of it and the timing too. You know, you might have said the same thing and I might six months or now quote something you said, somebody might go, Oh, that's the message I needed to hear. And um it, it's it's you know, you know, it's just kind of crazy how that works out. It's uh I had a thought as you were talking about that just in terms of I'm trying to remember what it was now. It's always fun when that happens when you're live. I'll ask you about I think it was to do with like um oh yeah, the voice that the the point that you made. So it's like um, like I'm thinking of it and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's sort of like you're saying, well, say you had two people with similar shows, you know, mm-hmm. it's about a similar thing and they're looking to ask, you know, investigate and tell a similar story uh, with their guests and that kind of thing. But because no one can be the same person as we are, that's that's the the di- differentiator. That That's kind of what you mean, right? Did I get yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I kind of think like, that's because one of the things I talk about when people ask about personal brand is like the the thing that will make you stand out is you like because no one else could be you so don't because I see a lot of people shy away from that they're like oh I've got to look professional or I've got to be a certain person on camera and I'm like well, actually, like, yes, you need to learn the skills for presenting, say, or speaking into a microphone, those kinds of things. But in terms of you, no, you can't learn how to be you like you are, you know, but I think people, do you find people get intimidated with that? Have you kind of seen that? Yes. And, and I'll flip it a little bit is that it, it's, it's the you that makes people relate to you. So like, if you, if you have like, okay, I got my brands, I did my photos and I have a logo, it all looks a certain way. People will make a decision about you based on that, and they'll they'll sue you this person, and they may choose to listen, and they may not to, or they may not really. They may hear the message, but may not like really dig down deep. But when you share like your personal interests with somebody, so if I'm like, if in in my business, uh, I'm um I'm a buyer for a real estate developer, and 
people know me in this construction world. And then the salespeople though, I know them as sellers. And so like, there's, there's this preconceived notion of like, you're trying to sell me something. I'm trying to buy it. I'm trying to figure out a way to say no. I'm trying to like, you know, learn about the products and, and tell you like, Hey, we already got somebody that does the exact same thing you do. It's just got a different sticker on the label. But when you start talking about something you relate to, like, um, off that's that has nothing to do with your business side of your things and all of a sudden this friendship develops so if like we're just chatting and we're talking and 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 we're a little bit at odds because we just met and we're you're trying to sell me something and i'm trying to you know maybe i'll buy it maybe i won't but if you say yeah i i really like um you know basketball and and like i i got to go see you know this this game oh you got to see that that's that's me too like i love that person like all of a sudden there's this commonality and then once a commonality is identified it you start chit-chatting you start talking and then like the walls drop you start talking about a few other things and you're having this engaging conversations and you're like oh yeah you do what again like yeah. oh yeah yeah we buy a lot of type of all this stuff all the time like uh, let's talk business because you know we have room for another vendor that sells the same thing so i don't see why not people do business with people they like and and relationships help help flush with that and i think you know sometimes people have this opinion like oh if you get too close to the people you do business with um then it becomes like you know, like, especially if you're a buyer or seller, like, oh, they're going to get in your back pocket. They're just going to try to take advantage of you. You're going to, um, you know, buy from them because they treat you good or they, and it's like, no, I think when you have a relationship with somebody, um, you can be honest with them about what your needs are, their needs are, and have an agreement that works out. And if you, if you tell people like, Hey, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but really when it matters, when you like are in a pinch and you're in a bind and you call somebody and say, Hey, I need you to help me out. And they say, I got you. I can take care of it. That's where the relationships really matter is that when you're in a bind, you can help each other out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, it's actually really well put. And I think it, you know, one thing that I've talked about a little bit, uh, I'm doing like a YouTube series and at the moment and the, the first day I talk about like knowing yourself, knowing your strengths. And if you are someone who is a conversationalist, you really want to lean into exactly what you just said, I think. Because what I see a lot of the time, and I went through this myself, was th that's like my my most comfortable is this, like is just having a chat with a person. doesn't matter mm -hmm. if it's live stream, doesn't matter. It's like, I love talking to people like, like <laughs> I'm really struggling with quarantine in terms of that. Like I'm, I'm very lucky, like I'm very grateful, but like I love talking to people and like it, what I thought I needed to do, like having a bit of that imposter syndrome entering the workforce, you know, 10 years ago is I thought I had to become someone else. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't just be me. Like I've, I've got to, I've got to, you know, put on the suit and like front up and, and be a certain person at work and relate to people a certain way. And it was actually when I started letting go of all of those ideas of what it meant to be professional and what it meant to sell and influence. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, like, like just be human. Like if you just have a conversation with someone and take genuinely take interest in them, uh, what I find happens, I don't know if you find this with like, if I'm doing like a, a you know, quote unquote sales call, uh, the first, if it's a 30 minute call, the first 20 minutes, if it's an hour call, first 50 minutes, we're not even talking about business. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, you know, oh, you have kids. Oh, that's, you know, like we're just talking about stuff as it, as it kind of comes up as the conversation goes. And then the final five minutes or the final 10 minutes it's like oh yeah what do you do <laughs> oh yeah I do this oh that's actually really cool and it, two things will happen either it will be directly relevant to them and they'll say oh you know what I'd, I'd actually love to get you to help me with this is that something you can help with or it'll be I know someone who would be really interested in that or someone that I think could help and I'm like that pretty much happens like I would say 80% of the time that happens where it's yeah. just like like it's it's such a powerful point i think it's not talked about in a lot of the sales things you see out there and and mm -hmm. that kind of thing well it's kind of this idea of like if you if if you are are in sales and people think oh people in sales have to be networking because they're always like 
finding the next lead. Like you've got to find the next lead and do the next deal. But if you're, if you're going with a mindset of like, no networking is about meeting people who you can make connections with and make important things. So like if you came in and you were, you're selling me on something, we were having these conversations and talking about, and you said, you know, Hey, I, Oh, what do you do? You know, la, la, la. and I say, okay, well, maybe um, I help out a, a, at a nonprofit or something like this. And you're like, did you know that I'm like super connected to so and so, and maybe they're a professional athlete, and they'd be like, they would, they love this cause, and they would love to donate some shirts or some signed autograph stuff to the thing. And you like, what? Really? You know this person? Like that's an amazing connection to have. And then all of a sudden you're saying, okay, yeah, it's, it's like, I, I made this introduction and then this person, you know, comes in and helps you out. Those are the relationships that are going to, when, when the next time you go call on somebody, they're going to remember Lauren. They're going to say, you know, Lauren's just real helpful. She just really did stuff for, to help me out and to help this other person out. She didn't even worry about herself first. Like, how can I help her out? And maybe there's not an opportunity for us to do business, but there's this opportunity. There's this thing where I'm like, I want to, you know, repay the favor. So I'm going to introduce you to somebody I know that's going to buy a heck of a lot more uh, of your product than I could have ever done. And then you make those connections. So it's really not about the, the one-on-one connection so much as this, this idea of having this this big network of people that you can pull from and I can introduce you to this person and this person can be introduced to help you. And, and you just constantly are always, you know, introducing other people to other things. And then they go, geez, this person's really helping me out. How can I help them out? And it just, it, it pays itself over 10 times. It's, it's interesting. Cause I feel like I love the way you brought that topic up, but sometimes I get really like bothered by it because the way some people talk about it is almost like that is the only reason you should help someone, you know, like help someone out so you can get something out of it, like the law of reciprocity. But it's done in like this really like slimy kind of way, if you know what I mean, where I'm like, yeah, that of course that happens. But like if you're coming from the place of going tit for tat, like I did this favor for you, so what are you going to do for me? You know what I mean? Like it's you, different. You, you can't do it that way. You can't keep score. You can't have a scoreboard. You just have to realize that like you're giving with no expectations. And I and that's something people say, but there's probably some expectation, at least in the sense of like, if I do good, good is gonna come back back to me. Maybe not from karma. the same sources. Yeah, there's karma. So if you if you go with this idea of hey, I just want to help as many people as I can in, in any way possible. I just know my life's going to be better. And for me, I, that's where I started really finding fulfillment in my personal journey was not so much like achieving my own personal goals and my own successes. Like I would get something, check the box. What's the next one? Like, how can I like advance? It was when I started helping other people achieve their successes and their goals and helping them lift up that's where i felt like gosh that that makes me feel fulfilled i want to do that for more people um and denzel washington has this quote where he says like um doing something good for somebody else is one of the most selfish acts in the world because it feels so good there's nothing yeah. like it so it's it's like really a selfish thing to do but <laughs> right it does feel good uh, but you have to go with it it being you know a, not a, a scorekeeping, not I'm doing this so that somebody will do that for me. I'm not inviting you to my party so that I'll get invited to your party. It's like, I'm inviting you to your my party because I think you're a cool person and, and you're yeah. going to love the people like that you're going to meet at my party. Like I want them to meet you. And if you have a party and you don't want to invite me, that's cool. It doesn't matter. Or if you don't have parties, that's cool. It doesn't matter either. Like, you know, if that's to me, it's like, just, Hey, you're just, helping people out and um don't expect anything back I, that's actually a really nice analogy i like the the party analogy yeah. <laughs> um so we've got to wrap up in a second uh but just before we go if people want to tune into your podcast um how do they find it where do they go um the easiest way is just on my website natepayo.com um that has you know, the links to my social media, the, the podcast is there and you can also um, follow it over to iTunes or whatever platform you're, you're, you subscribe to your podcast from, but that's, that's the central hub, natepayo.com. Awesome. Nate, thank you so much. It's been thank a blast. You. It's been a blast. Like it's, it's very cool. Like we had an amazing conversation the other day where we talked about doing this and, and um, feel free to reach out if you need anything. Like we, we need to keep, 
keep conversing and, and carry this all conversation on forward. I'd love to. Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, Nate. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice cold Coca Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. All right, guys, so that's it from me for today. Happy Monday. I hope you have a fantastic week if you've got ideas for shows that you'd like to hear about uh awesome i'd love to hear what you guys want to know more about what or people you want me to interview uh topics questions i love questions questions are great so uh you can send them in just reach out to me on linkedin if you look for lauren crest with a k uh, lauren crest business scientist you'll find me there or you can go uh and dm me on twitter lauren crest 89 they're the two main places i kind of hang out um Next week, what I'm going to be doing is starting to break down those different aspects of the Ikigai, which we talked about last week. So I want to look at like, okay, when we talk about something like, what do you love to do? What does that actually mean? What questions do you need to ask yourself? Uh, When we look at things like what the world needs, how do we actually break that down into questions that are a bit easier for us to answer? And I think I'm going to do this as like shorter episodes and I'll do a three-part, sorry, a four-part series on that, uh, one for each each kind of um, component of the Ikigai. So I'm really looking forward to sharing each of those with you. And if you're a new listener and you listened all the way to the end, Uh, and you liked what this show was about, please uh, consider subscribing to the show so you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes. Or if you're a regular listener but you're not yet subscribed, hit the subscribe button so you'll know when I'm podcasting in case I'm not frequently. No, no, I'm definitely going to be podcasting on Mondays now. (laughs) I just needed a bit of time to settle into the new place, new routine, all that jazz. Uh, The other thing if um, I was going to say as well, I – sometimes remember to say this, I sometimes don't, is if you can think of someone who would really enjoy this show, uh, please share it with them. Uh, That's actually one of the big things that makes this show grow, uh, which makes it worthwhile doing because I'm not just speaking into a microphone to no one. I'm speaking to people who want to listen to this and it's all because of you guys. So that means a lot to me if you can share this if you listen to this and you thought this would be a really great episode to share with a particular person please do that or have a listen to other episodes and if you can think of someone for those other episodes please share that as well uh all right guys until next time remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place have an awesome week Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a drama coach to be an IT guy. Yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. I'm not buying it. Say it again, this time with feeling. I can't log in? Come on, man. I want to feel your struggle. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Now, like your life depends on it. I can't log in. Yes, we'll make an actor out of you yet. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit GEICO.com local today.